0: Mason, do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Yes. Well, Baxter Blue Glasses are here for you. Let me tell you about Baxter Blue Glasses. They are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter out 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare.
1: Wow, that's a lot.
0: Yes. The past year, we have all been glued to our devices more than ever because of a little thing called the pandemic. I am constantly working with screens, whether it be writing uh, and researching for the show or editing video and pictures, and it would always leave my eyes so tired and strained.
1: My eyes are always tired from watching a bunch of videos while you do all the work for the podcast. Yes. So
0: it's, it's equal. It's equal the strain that our eyes are receiving, I think. Baxter Blue is also forced for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold, which is awesome. This is Eyewear Built for Our Digital Age, and Baxter Blue is giving our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. All you have to do is click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. Honestly, people, save your eyes and get some Baxter Blue glasses.
1: I mean, glasses, they just make you look cooler and smarter.
0: Yes, and we are not biased at all. We no. are two guys that are going to get on with the podcast. Yeah. We both wear glasses, but don't let that influence your decision. But if you want to mm-hmm. be cool like us, you should do. It's it. true. Captain's Log, the podcast devoted to discussions and insights into the supernatural, occult, and all-around strange happenings of our world. I think our goal with us to entertain and disturb, perhaps like no one has
2: before. <laughs> I warn you, uh, this could scare you, as the sound bothers me to listen to. It has always haunted me. What you are about to hear is
0: Stardate Date 2021 Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Captain's Log. This is your captain speaking, Jose Vaya Jr., joined virtually by my trusted co-host and first officer, Mason Schrader. Mason, how are you today? What's new in life? What's new, Scooby Doo? But change out Scooby Doo for Mason.
1: Um, I don't. Nothing. I don't. I'm not doing anything. Nice. I don't know. What's new with you?
0: Um. I have been playing this – look, so the thing about me is I don't play video games Mm -hmm. that much because usually when I do, they take all my time because I just want to continuously Uh play. And I try not to play, like, sandbox games a lot because then I'm like, well, I have to be here 24-7 to take care of this. Uh And I download it. This is not an ad. Um, I was going to say, this
1: (laughs) sounds like an ad.
0: This is not an ad. Probably okay. everybody should stay away from this game because it is ruining my life. But I downloaded this sandbox Raid game. <laughs> Raid Shadow. Sat- Raid I don't Shadows. know if you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, but I downloaded a sandbox game, and I all I've been doing is just playing it. And I'm like... What game? It's called World Box. Well, uh um, I like those types of yeah, games. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It? But okay. yesterday, I bought the premium version, and then today, I like all day I work, I was like, Oh, no. Oh, is this
1: on your phone? It's
0: on my phone, yeah.
1: Oh, I thought this Mm -hmm. was like a console thing. No,
0: no, I wish, I think they're gonna, again, this is not an ad, but I think they're planning on bringing it to Steam, and if they ever do, I'm I'm gonna definitely try to get that on my PlayStation or something, because
1: it's pretty fun. That sounds like so much fun, Jose, I'm gonna download that right (laughs) now.
0: So, today, we are continuing our Unsolved US series with Part 7 of our Sinister Stories of the Southeast portion. We will be looking at the two states of Arkansas and Louisiana. If you are new to our Unsolved U.S. series, you can find the first part of this portion in episode 33, where we explain how the series works. After this episode, we will be taking a long hiatus from our Unsolved U.S. series and doing more single topic centered episodes. Uh, For instance, our next episode will feature a special guest and a discussion that is a bit out of this world. It's Joe Rogan, everybody.
2: He, we oh, we squashed the beef. He's here. Oh, We're going to talk
0: about aliens because he's in no aliens now. Did you that. see that? Did you oh. see that? He redecorated his studio and it's an alien in the background. And now aliens are cool because of because of Joe Rogan, which actually sucks because I, I had an idea for a logo that involved in a UFO. And I'm like, if we do it now, everybody will just be like, you're copying Joe Rogan.
1: Well, to be fair, isn't every podcast copying well, Joe Rogan? Well, that's the thing he is invented invented I only started this podcast. podcast
0: because I wanted to be Joe Rogan.
1: Well, so. he is the he's the founding father of podcasting. Yeah.
0: So, but
1: they call yeah. him George Joe Joe Washington Rogan, Rogan
0: Washington. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's move on.
0: Uh, but with that out of the way, Mason, shall we hit the road?
1: Yeah. I just actually I just got I got the the mystery hog. I just got its oil changed. I checked its oh, tire very pressures. Good. Filled it up. You got to maintenance your you got to maintenance your um your vehicles, your people. Hogs. Yeah, mystery hogs. Then start it and let's ride. You can tell how e clean it is. <laughs> it's ethanol. <laughs> All
2: right.
0: After making our crossroads deal with Beelzebub, we now head northwest to the land of opportunity, Arkansas. Quitman, Arkansas, is a quaint little community in north-central Arkansas. It boasts a population of only 733 people. It also boasts the legend of a strange, large, dog-like man. The legend of Dog Boy.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Superhero to Dog Man? Or sidekick, I I mean.
1: Yeah, Yeah. of course. It's a legend of a dog-like man, Dog Boy. Sure, makes sense. Let's move on, yeah.
0: The legend centers around the home on 65 Mulberry Street, the home has been a hub for a slew of paranormal occurrences. The a Legend of, of a, Boy, It's
1: been a home, a hub of a slew?
0: A, hu- a hubba, a hubba, a hubba, a slew of a home of paranormal occurrences. All right. This is the most chaotic episode, beginning of an episode <laughs> we've had so far. <laughs> That's what happens, folks, when you take like two weeks off and then you come back and you're like, how do I talk? Mm. Um... So, the legend of Dog Boy begins in the early 1890s. The home was built by the Garrett family. It would later be occupied by Benjamin Jackson and his wife, who would have a child in 1898 named Joseph Jackson. Joseph would serve and perish in World War I at the young age of 21. He is one of the reported ghosts who haunts the house now. The house Along with Dog Boy. Along with Dog Boy. Okay. Uh, Dog Boy is just like that. Like... The best friend of a frat dude.
1: I'm just imagining. He's like, "Yo, um, Dog
0: Boy," and then Dog Boy's like, "Did you watch uh, that?"
1: I was thinking, did you watch Wilford?
0: (laughs) Oh, I've never, I never watched it.
1: Uh, But it's just like Elijah Wood is Mm -hmm, this guy, and then Dog Boy is just a man in like a dog outfit. Yeah, like, hey,
0: hey, I'm a dog. He says,
1: (laughs) "You'll never guess how I died. I got hit by a car." Oh.
0: He is one of the reported ghosts who now haunts the house. This is Joseph, Joseph Jackson. The house would remain empty until the Batis family moved in sometime during the 1950s. Floyd and Aline Betis would have a son in 1954. Gerald or Gerald Floyd Betis.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, shut the fuck up. His name was not spelled Gerald, J-A-R-E-L-L. It's that's
0: Arkansas. Not how you, it, you oh man, you would have a no. field in Utah. You would have a field We have fu- we have fucking kids here named Truxton, T R U X T O N Truxton. Truxton. Oh, and
1: X. I don't know if that's worse or better than a C. We we have kids either, that are
0: right? we have like girls that are named like Shiley or something or or, or like Shileen, which already sounds weird, but then it's spelled like hmm. S H E I. Yeah, but that's actually H L E E E
1: N N N or something like that. So that's actually perfect for my new trap remix of Come On Eileen called Come on Shailene. <laughs> where it's like I do a lot of auto tune.
0: Yeah. When is great. that dropping?
2: Tomorrow.
1: Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> From an early age, Gerald, uh I'm gonna choose to call him Gerald because I think Gerald is absolutely ridiculous. Yes. From an early age, Gerald was a particularly cruel boy. Mm-hmm. Those who knew the family report that Floyd and Al- I- Aline, she's got a weird name too. It's mm. A-L-L-I-N-E. How would Come you say on.
1: Come on. Come on. Li- Aline? Aline? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Aline actually.
0: Sure, we'll say Aline. Uh, those who knew the family report that Floyd and Aline were good parents. Yeah, that doesn't sound right That's either, not I'm right. Sorry. I think it's Aline. I'm just going to keep saying okay, Aline. Yeah. Uh, we're good parents, but Gerald was malicious, demanding, controlling, and always craving attention in inappropriate and tasteless ways. Uh, I like that detail of, those, of tasteless ways.
1: He sounds like he's one of those indie, indie boys, manipulative indie boys that I always see on my TikTok. You yeah. You know, the ones that cuff their jeans and wear their beanies. Yeah, not us. We're cool. Yeah, There's I was other say, ones cuff their jeans sure. and
0: wear like striped shirts yeah, with like a little a necklace collect a like lot of vinyl rings. and wear
1: weird vintage clothing yeah sorry i took us here <laughs> i'm just um, saying gaslighting's a big word yeah i don't know who taught yeah. you that
0: one example is given at a family reunion at the quitman city hall gerald opened a uh how do you chase lounge uh and sat at the front of the room eating grapes like some roman emperor so those are those like beach okay, well, chairs not
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, the ones that like a, the the long. But yeah, ones. but yeah, but so he like. He that's sh- actually pretty cool. I see a kid do that. He's my best friend. But he was like, I I guess when he was
0: doing it, he would like he was like smugly looking at his family. Yeah,
1: I totally get it. I I think that's amazing. What the fuck? He lives in no no no. Okay, hold on. <laughs> fucking Gerald lives in fucking Arkansas. You know his family were probably fucking pricks, and he was probably just like.
2: Oh father, if I could only muster the courage to have one of these grapes.
1: <laughs> you know how you like suck a grape into your mouth. Yeah, you know, yeah he's like yeah. sitting back, and then his dad just like,
2: oh, God, this fucking kid. He he's
1: like this little soft man that's just like,
2: Oh, it's so hot out <laughs> today. Oh, do we have any more of the frozen lemonade? <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah. He was teased and bullied at school because of his hulking size and strange behavior and sense of humor.
1: Okay, well, now this is just sounds like he's not the problem. It mm-hmm. sounds like society is the problem.
0: Society.
1: All right, I didn't do that. <laughs> I meant this small society. of this All right, town.
0: Todd Phillips, why don't you back it up?
1: I'm just saying, when can white guys be funny again, Ooh. you know? I'm sick of you having to say all the jokes in this <laughs> podcast because I'm not allowed to be funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, I apologize for that.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you should be sorry as a minority. <laughs> Let me so, tell you your place.
0: <laughs> Thank you, please. Uh, as he grew into a teenager, um, his behavior went from odd to sinister. He began taking in stray dogs and cats. This Uh-oh. led to his nickname of Dog Boy being given to him by his peers. But what they didn't know was that he wasn't nurturing or caring for them. He was using them to satisfy his desire for torture and murder.
1: I mean, they didn't. Uh, they didn't know.
0: They were like, "Ah, oh, this kid that we bully all the time and is always mean and rude.
1: He's just yeah. taking him in
0: to take care of him. He's got a soft hey, spot for animals."
1: You ever notice how um, kittens and puppies go missing amongst that um, boy that was born down the street? <laughs> you know, the yeah, the thirteen-year-old that's six foot four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that eats grapes like a Nero, the crazy emperor of Rome. The you one who's always like, just, you think he's caring for those animals? I think I saw so. Looney Tunes where they always he keeps petting. You know, he says he's like I love him and I'm kissing. Him, and his name is George. He's thinking. You think he's doing that, or you think he's like a, you know, you think he puts his thumb on its like the back of its neck and just like pushes and pushes I don't, and pushes. And when it snaps, he goes like, and then I like don't throws really it think, against the wall.
0: I don't think there's precedent for that to be the case. I think you're misjudging him. Good point. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to doing things people in Arkansas do. I don't really know what happens there. I'm gonna let's be get honest back to with you. To
1: pronouncing words weirdly.
0: Arkansas, N- New York, uh, <laughs> Iowa. I don't know. I- <laughs> Neighbors would later report that they could hear the animals howl in pain as they were being killed in brutal ways, and they did nothing. They didn't. Well, I mean, it's the f- '60s. So what are the cops gonna do? Animal cruelty's not a thing. The cops would probably just show up and shoot them themselves.
1: <laughs> are you point, torturing
0: yeah. these cats? Yes.
1: Well, that's <sighs> not very efficient. If you just all right, shoot well, them, don't do that. Done much faster. All right, faster.
0: boys, shoot all these dogs so he can't hurt them anymore. <laughs> um, at this point, uh, Gerald had grown to be six foot four, three hundred pounds. He turned his attention from dogs and cats to his parents and began to physically and psychologically abuse them both he reportedly beat his shorter father regularly and once even threw him out a second floor window where his father hung on until the authorities arrived it was later discovered yes yeah, sorry go ahead
1: no nope, no you go first Let's go with this one
0: it was later discovered that he would lock his parents upstairs and only feed them when he desired he had a sunroom built where he grew marijuana which he sold for cash. I mean, he's an entrepreneur, so I can't really get mad at him.
1: This guy is the <laughs> weirdest guy. I just he's a fucking this I can't, get, dude. I can't get a fucking read on this right? guy for the life of me. Mm-hmm.
0: Floyd Bates died at some point in 1981 reportedly from illness, but some speculate he was actually pushed down the stairs by Gerald.
1: Yes, he died of a new disease called falling down, down the, the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, it's where you um your brain exp- breaks <laughs> through your skull because you've fallen down the stairs. It's a All terrible right, this way is, to go.
0: This is an opening case, uh, open and shut case. Let's move on. Well, let's go mm-hmm. shoot some dogs down at the local shelter, boys. <laughs> no doubt, uh, Gerald was a frightening person, a neighbor stated. She was scared of him because of his eyes. If you had seen his eyes, she said, they seemed to glow at night. The neighbor also recalled that when Gerald and some relatives started cleaning up around the house, an uncle came over and asked if he could borrow a gun because he was afraid that Gerald would get riled up. <laughs> Sheesh.
1: Have you ever read Freak the Mighty? I yeah. just keep mm-hmm. thinking this is that guy. That, you yeah. know what I mean? That's just uh, like,
2: Bob, yeah. oh, my hands are so big, I keep he's breaking just wrecking everything it, I Ralph. touch. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, Dad, I love you. Oh, I pushed you down. I'm on a rocket! He's John C. Yeah. Riley. He's constantly <laughs> he's got a just like
1: he's like this time I'm gonna nurture the pup. dog oh, I snapped its neck again. Yeah, it, he's almost Jim like oh, Gerald. what's
0: the uh, of mice and men? The big oh, dude in yeah, that, he whatever the, his name is. Yeah, yeah. The but at least that who, one had a heart. He didn't do it on purpose. Anyway,
1: that's the plight of little guys like me. I gotta shoot my big friends in the back of the head when they fuck up. Now you're fuck. not big, so if yeah, that makes I'm feel good. Any I'm chilling. Yeah, you're not quite. You're not Joe Pesci small. Like I, you're bigger <laughs> than me, but you're not like. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm
0: not fucking, um, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not John mm-hmm. Malkovich size, which he played him in the movie. Did you know Wait,
1: that? In, and, and he, of Mice John Malkovich, Malkovich the M-. played the, the big guy? guy.
2: What? Yeah. I didn't know that. hmm Interesting. Anyway,
0: um, in 1982, Gerald's abusive ways came to light when he took his mother to the hospital for a broken hip. One of the nurses reportedly witnessed Gerald slapping his mother around and telling her he would have her arrested if she told them how he treated her. Doesn't really make sense there, Gerald, because I think you would go to jail. Yeah. But then again, it's the 60s, so you can just be like, this woman's hysterical, and they're like, yeah, all right. That's true. Uh, Because of this, uh, Aline was removed from the home, and the authorities investigated Gerald, and he was jailed in 1984, but later died of a drug overdose. This
1: after he got out of jail?
0: No, in jail. Ah. Oh, he died the of a end. drug
1: overdose in jail? I mm-hmm. guess it was probably pretty easy. Yeah, it was, yeah, like it was yeah. Drugs in jail, especially in the... Okay.
0: This wasn't the end for Gerald, however. Multiple people who have lived or spent time in this house reported experiencing strange and unexplainable phenomena. A renovator working late one night reported seeing a large, weird-looking man with long brown hair, creepy eyes, mm-hmm. and great big arms and hands, holding a cat in a rear sunroom. Uh he's rep-
1: just um is this just the, the, the Halloween kid? Michael Myers? Kind of just thought yeah, it's kinda just that kid, right? Kind of
0: is, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. It was just
1: a big old a big old kind of dumb big old dummy
0: dude who yeah. was hurting people as a kid, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um he reported that the man walked right in front of him, glaring, before disappearing into the hallway. Another person living in the area claimed to have one night seen a man coming in coming from the direction of the house walking on all fours. Some other paranormal activities reported around the house include the story of a couple who had moved into the home. The husband was on the phone with a wife who was heading home when he suddenly heard a loud thud come from upstairs. He rushed up there to find the 2 by 4s which he had laid on the ground, all standing straight up. Which I think is a very interesting visual. Yeah. To like walk in and like... Something that's neatly in a pile is not just like, doom, 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 doom. doom. You know? Like, I think that's kind of... in the middle of the room? Yeah. No, like, all over the room, they were all just standing up. Gotcha. Which, Mm. I want to see that in a horror movie. I I don't know if I've ever seen that. I think that would be... It's kind of weird, right? like the ghost is taking the time to be like,
1: okay. It's like doing that thing where it's like the dominoes where he's got, like, holding one, and then he lets go of one, and it falls, and he's he's like, fuck, and then he has to God damn it!
0: Ah. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Um, We
1: had a mop fall in our house last night at like 2am and it scared the shit out of Cheyenne. And she's got a real, I got a real thing where I'll sleep through anything. Yeah. Um, uh, But so she woke me up and she's like, there was a, something fell. And I was like, What? (laughs) And she was like, I don't fucking know. Like, get up and look. And I was like, oh, right, okay. So I got up, and we both went out and looked, and she was like, we found the mop, and she was like, the mop fell, and I was like, it looks like the mop fell, and then I just walked (laughs) back into bed.
0: So, so, okay, so the two-by-fours, right? Yeah. And then, when the Central Arkansas Society for Paranormal Research, or casper investigated <laughs> the home they reported cold spots evps and even spotting a man looking at them from the top window at a time when the house was empty so mason what do you think of the legend of dog boy spooky or kooky
1: it was it was pretty spooky i guess i don't know i would assume that i wasn't really i didn't get, I don't get why he's the dog boy i mean i, get cause I of the, guess because of he the dog thing the animals,
0: so then he just became a dog boy in but he didn't really seem like, even as
1: a ghost, he didn't really seem like a dog boy.
0: Well, the guy just said he was hairy. Well. And then one guy saw him running on all fours. So. All right. Well, all right.
2: Mason, I, I think spooky-ish, it's I guess.
0: spooky-ish. It's more towards the kooky side. The stories, um,
1: I can, it's a scary idea of a ghost, is that giant mm-hmm. man. You and know? I left out of, a bunch of, yeah, uh, sorry, I'm go t- ahead. Well, I'm tired of frail Victorian women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Being my ghost, I I like the idea of it being like a like an '80s like kind of guy. That's yeah. kind of fun, like a goon.
2: Yeah, goon. Yeah, yeah like a th- real yeah.
1: a real goon.
0: <laughs> a goon. Um, yeah. I um. I think I left out a, a couple of other instances because there was, like, so much to this one afterwards gotcha. in, t- in terms oh. of what people had seen, so I just picked some of the, the more standout examples, ones. Yeah. But I'll But I'll link it in the show notes and people can go read. But there was a bunch of other stuff that happened that people report at this house. Mm. Um, but I would like to clarify that this story is 100% true. Oh, uh, ah! Gerald Batis did exist and was indeed, by all accounts, an asshole who tortured animals and the elderly, and died of a drug overdose.
2: Whoa! Well, that prison. adds
1: a little yeah. bit of it because at least it mm-hmm. was yeah a real story. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So well, isn't I'm that glad fun? He's dead. Yeah, he was a prick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caves are. Did, in- was
1: the grape story true?
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I yeah. just i that he cracks, did I do love the grape. How that's the mm-hmm. example of like. He's a troubled, no-good Nick. Um, Cut num, to num, him. Mm, He's gripped um, mm, I'm so fancy and rich. Fetch me, and my,
0: fetch me my chariot, he says.
1: Would you get me a craft, please? <laughs> uh, Gerald, stop being fucking weird. You're being num, fucking num, weird, num. dude. Num, we uh, invited you to this uh, house uh, party so we could uh, get uh, you some uh, uh, some uh, fucking uh, girls uh, or uh, something. Why look look are you doing do this? To, look what I'm doing to the grapes.
2: Gerald, go home,
0: and then the whole football team's like, Gerald, we're gonna fucking beat you up now for this.
2: Yeah, but he's <laughs> six
1: foot four and three hundred pounds, so he was probably yeah. like, "I'll smash your fucking brain in." That's true. Also, yeah, he was also like a psychopath, so he was like, "Oh, yeah. you want to beat me up? He'll do a real like Tom Holland thing and the devil all the time." Where yeah, he, like, beats the shit out of those kids. Yeah. Wow,
0: I'm gonna make this real movie. Real
1: story: now. Tom Holland beat the shit. I'm he just did. Scared. Don't I? I don't, Tom, I, he's, Tom Holland seems like too nice of a person to even belittle like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Caves are intriguing and interesting things. They are openings into the depths of the earth, literally offering a view into what lies below. For some, they excite and present a challenge worthy of accepting. And for others like myself, they represent something you don't want to fuck with at all.
1: I could go into I can do any cave that um I get I don't it's start when I have to start squeezing through stuff I can't do caves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can go through well tunneled caves. Mm.
0: I will not go past the point where I don't see the light
1: anymore. Oh, well, I would go all the way into a cave. I just as long as it's if it's I'm like ter- a. Have
0: I talked about this before? I'm terrified of underground. I don't like
1: it. Oh no, I like the underground. I just don't like having to like if like mm-hmm. squeeze through shit. But if it's I like, just, just like a, a walkway, like a doorway kind of size. Mm-hmm. Jungle, I read a I'd lot about. The,
0: well, I mean, we'll have to do an episode on it. But I read a lot about the Paris catacombs when I was a kid, and like the <sighs> urban legends fucking... and stuff, and like people getting lost in it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched like videos of like the one guy who like they found all they found was his camera, and it was like him like trying to s- surf or I some shit that. down there. Yeah, and they just terrified me. Um, oh, oh the, the one guy who's the one who's like exploring, and yeah. then he he's running from something, and he drops the camera in a puddle, and then uh-huh. that's all they they yeah. found of him. Yeah, I would. And then I, I watched the movie there. As Above, So Below, which is just Dante's Inferno, basically. Yeah. And I was like, No, I'm not fucking with this. I was like, No, um, thank you, I, not for me.
1: But did you see that picture of the weird underground theater they found? Though see, they found, that's like, what I'm totally talking about. F- Furbished like like modern oh day yes, theater. yes 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 and yeah. with like a bar and shit in it. i fucking would go down i mean not by myself i wouldn't just like like get put on a, like a light on my head and be like let's go yeah but I'd, you know if i had like a guide i would absolutely like uh, explore see just shit talking about
0: sense. it gives me the heebie-jeebies but
1: i
2: like bones but i don't i want a human
1: skull so badly i don't i feel like cheyenne would hate it but i would love to have a skull you know what i really want I was telling Cheyenne this the other day. You know what the, the biggest irony of my life is? The biggest conundrum for me is what? All I want is to hold my own skull, but I can't, because mm. I'd be dead. Yeah. But I just want to hold my own. <laughs> I want to hold my skull and be like, blep, blep. hello, I'm Mason. I want to do it so well, badly you, and I'll never be. All able you can to.
0: do is hope to to turn into a cartoonish skeleton when you die so that you can do that. <sighs> That's be my like,
1: dream. And then you like Honestly, roll it down your dude, hand. Yes, I would be and your little dance. the best cartoon. Yes, I would do yeah. so many dances. I would learn so many songs. I would learn to play my you ribs come, like the fucking xylophone.
0: If if you're gonna come back as a skeleton, mm-hmm. um, I I just request that when you come to visit to see me, you uh-huh. do the um, friend like me from Aladdin. Mm, so you just come and you're like, one. you might never have have a, had a friend like me, and then you take your head off, and I'm like,
1: ah, yes. And then but I'm throw gonna throw start up. it, right? You're gonna be asleep, right? Yeah. And you're gonna, oh, you're just gonna add some like,
0: chains though, like. Shink,
1: shink, well, yeah, yeah, shink. but but you're gonna you're be asleep, and you're just gonna
0: be like, what? I reach for my glasses, and I'm like, who's there?
1: And then the lights are gonna be like, and I'm gonna like slide out of your closet, playing my fucking rib cage. Yeah.
0: That's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> Only you can hug me if you do that.
1: <laughs> I'm going to like flick off my arm bone and it's a fucking flute. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, ah, my
0: man. leg's got
1: strings on it. It's a guitar. I'm going to be the best cartoon skeleton. Oh
0: my God. The guy who made a guitar out of his uncle's bones. <laughs> yeah, did you oh hear yeah. about that?
1: Yeah. He was cool. It's
0: fucking crazy. He did anyway. steal the bones. No, he didn't. It's I not guess. legal. I guess it's not, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. But. Oh, I'd be a good ghost too. Yeah. 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 To say that. Anyway.
0: <laughs> one particular cave in Arkansas might just be worth exploring for us, Mason. Uh, this is one that I might go in with you. This Ooh. is the Legend of Blowing Cave. <laughs> it has not. It's, Shut up. It's nothing to do with that, but it's just funny. Is,
1: is that why you
0: want to go with
1: me yeah. so badly? You have
0: to blow each other when you go in. That's how you can enter. It's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't. I'm not making this up. Um. So, Blowing Cave, home to disembodied voices, strange orbs, and shadows, and a race of subterranean humanoids known as the Taros. Nice. In the 1950s, an author by the name of Richard Schaefer wrote <laughs> a book. <laughs> oh,
1: that's I'm pretty sure that's Schaefer. That means Shaver, his yeah. name is Dick Shaver.
0: Dick Schaefer.
1: I think this is a prank, Jose. I think he may have gotten pranked on this one because I don't think Dick Shaver no, it's, it's did a do this. it's a real this.
0: cave. It's a real cave, and he did write this book. So Dick Shaver uh, wrote, wrote the book on <laughs>
1: Blowing Cave. Yeah,
0: wrote a book called The Underground Empire, which detailed the events of an expedition that was exploring Blowing Cave. This team, Blowing Cave, also sounds like another name for your butthole. Like, yeah, that's I'm gonna true. let one rip out of my Blowing Cave.
1: Okay. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. I got a whole. I ate so much. I got a whole underground empire in the blowing <laughs> cave.
0: This team supposedly discovered a secret passageway within the cave that led them five miles into the earth. They came upon a massive cavern which they named the Glass Cave, and from there proceeded down strange glowing tunnels. The tunnels would lead them to come into contact with a group of humanoids known as the Blue People or the Taros. They were highly intelligent and even possessed an electronic device which allowed them to translate their speech and communicate clearly with the expedition team.
1: Hello. This is what we call. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the following is an excerpt from Shaver's book. The most Dick Shaver's
2: book about Shaver Cave. Book. The most shocking surprise of all, however, occurred on the third day after exploration of this tunnel began. A considerable distance from the crevasse... Wait, what? From the crevasse? Okay, I was right. From the crevasse, from which they entered entered the tunnel, they were walking along when all of a sudden they turned around and found themselves face to face with a group of human-like beings who stood around seven to eight feet tall, their skin a faint pale blue, almost clay-bluish tint and their eyes were relatively large and owl-like, but they were definitely human. According to David L., who was on this particular expedition, the people took out some type of electronic device, apparently some kind of parabolic communicator, and after a few attempts, they succeeded in establishing a communication link using the electronic translator.
0: According to lore, in order to enter the subterranean empire, you must slip through a crevice between the cave's entrance and the underwater lake.
2: Mm. Then,
0: through another crevice which leads to a stairway. Reports of interactions with this mysterious race date all the way back to the 1940s and 50s. According to legend, many explorers have perished while looking for the taros. So, if you're thinking of exploring this cave, then you best be prepared to quite possibly never see the light of day again mason what do you think spooky or kooky
1: okay well i got a few things about this first First off i'm totally down for looking at it assuming the crevices i know i was just saying i need like a doorway i could Mm -hmm. do it if the crevice is like if i just have to turn sideways to get Mm -hmm. through that crevice I'll i'll do it no problem it's anything that I have to like crawl. Yeah. Or, like I don't know if you no, watch I would, people would, like tunnel where they get to these like yes. situations yeah, where yeah. it's like oh, I'm just got to bring my foot, my knee up past my head here, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna split through it. I'm gonna split through. I'm gonna pull my bag through, and yeah. then I'm gonna have to figure out how to get back through because there's no way I can do this backwards. Anyway, yeah. let's get into more underground. Yeah. No, um, no, no. So
0: I, I would go to this, and so you you can actually rent it out for groups, which is very funny. You can rent out blowing oh, cave yeah, for groups, awesome. and you can camp. You can set up your base camp at like the. Um, at can the entrance your to the cave,
1: underground,
0: uh, you can. Uh, uh, they have a camp set up at like the entrance of the cave. That's your gotcha. base camp. But
1: you, there's nothing like underground because that would be super cool. I would spend uh, no, the you, how No, but cool you can. You to can try it. So
0: there is an actual underwater lake, which which is what most people try to get to. But like the, it's such a tighter space that. Is it so?
1: Like, I'm guessing it's got to be pretty safe then to like travel it if they're renting it out to groups. Yeah, you know what I mean? to
0: a certain point. Uh, you know, well, what I, mean?
1: I mean, I'm sure you still have to sign waivers and shit. Yes, it's still going yes. underground. But... but
0: the the reason I would visit this is because I I read a a piece by this this paranormal group who actually went and did an investigation, uh, mm-hmm. and they didn't go that far in because they were there to investigate the like ghosts and hauntings that are reported oh, there gotcha. instead yeah. of like the trying to find the taros. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's like a ton of um. Uh, like uh, paranormal instances happening there, aside from the subterranean
1: race. Oh, that's um, super yeah. cool! I love it, but I don't—I don't know if I fully buy that the underground race is seven to eight feet tall. Yeah, I think an underground race has got to be shorter. Yeah, and they got to be like like crawly. You Maybe they're just like tall and long though. The Descent. Yes, you know oh, yeah, yes. that's going to be an underground race. You know what yeah. I mean? Of weird, weird Sméagol. cannibals. I love The Descent. That's one of my favorite horror movies.
0: I don't think i have ever watched it all the way through.
1: You should watch the original one. The the they made a remake and it's not as
2: good.
0: Yeah, not the American or They ch- well they British changed one the Not
1: yeah, not the American one. The American one they changed the ending and it was like mm.
0: mm. That's anyway. why I'm terrified of the underground, man.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. Oof.
0: Anyway, it's, I think spooky, it's spooky but in the best yeah. way possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I should clarify this. And this this is not me trying to discredit any of this, but Shafer or Shaver was a <laughs> sci fi writer, uh, oh. and in his book, the comp the, the companion who le- who gets left behind in the world of the taros, uh, conveniently gets erased from the world. So basically, yeah. he presents this book to be like a detailed account or whatever, mm-hmm. right, of this expedition. And then right. he's like, I don't remember who the character is that stays behind, but he's like, and this researcher. He stayed behind and lived his days out with the Taros, and yeah. then when people were like, "Well, what happened to him?" He's like, "And the strangest thing occurred when we got back to the modern world. His birth record had disappeared, and any trace <laughs> of him was erased from the earth." And it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay." Yeah, I yeah. mean, whatever. That's just good. So, Probably
1: that's just like good marketing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like whatever. But, but he there's was doing, like, but like but a documentary thing. But.
0: I think someone should make a documentary on this because I think there's enough mm. material there to be... Because he wrote this, right? And then yeah. people are like, ah. But then also there was like a huge following that was like, no, this is real. And there was like people who were like, there was one guy I I do want
1: to read. Is the book worth reading? Do you know? I don't Did know. reviews? I want to um, read it. I haven't, book. no. I'll look it up. But, but I... I um, it. What was it called?
0: Empire. Un- oh,
1: sh- the Underground Empire?
0: Underground Empire, yeah. So the... um. There was one guy that I read about who, like, up and left his family and just, like, moved to Arkansas, I believe. And he, like, spent his entire life trying to compile, like, evidence to prove that Shaver was right. And then Uh the urban legend is that he died in the cave. Nobody really knows where he died because he just disappeared. Mm -hmm. But, see, it's, like, stuff like that that I'm like, that's what's interesting to me is that, like, there was a a group out there that believed in it strongly enough to go and do something like that.
1: I like Um, to think that um – that one guy was just like, he was like, spent so many days down there. And then one mm-hmm. day he was like, like searching along a wall and he just goes, this is all fucking bullshit. And he just <laughs> walks out of the cave yeah. and just, he's like, F- I'm a farmer <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah.
0: Um, I uh, what was going to say, there was an, also another thing that I read that said that the, the taros were actually um, uh, descendants of Noah who found these subterranean uh, caverns and that's how they survived the flood. Um, or well, I guess if they're descendants of Noah, they would it would be after the flood. Hmm, that doesn't check out. Um, but yeah, the Taros have like they even have like a uh, a uh, a a enemy race of other subterranean humanoids named like the Eros oh. or the daros or something like that. So I didn't want to get into all that lore, yeah. but I still think it's spooky though. Um, just the idea of it. I like I like a subterranean race, but I feel like we have an encounter use.
1: Yeah, that one's super cool.
0: Our next legend is one I'm sure you're all familiar with. A story that has been recounted around the campfire and its sleepovers a thousand times over. It begins like most urban legends do, with a couple at a lover's lane. As the young couple begins to get busy, their makeout session is suddenly interrupted by the music changing to a news report that alerts the couple that a man has escaped from the local insane asylum and is brandishing a hook for a hand, which he has been committing murders across the state. So I imagine it goes like, that's some wet ass, that's just in, a man with a hook.
1: He's bad.
0: And then wet ass pussy, (laughs) you know?
1: Was that any I don't good? Think you can say what as pussy on the radio. Ah, damn it! I think they. I think the. the oh, the it, it changes to wet
0: and gushy, isn't it? Wet isn't that what and it gushy. Is? Yeah. 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 That's
1: some wet and gushy.
0: Some wet and gushy.
1: Um, it's grosser somehow. It's I don't like that. Grosser than Yeah.
0: I don't. Yeah. The girl is frightened, but the boy, being a man, brushes it off and tries to convince her to return to what they were doing. She obliges, and they get right back to it. Okay. As they're about to make it to home base. They're interrupted by a noise coming from the woods. The girl insists the boy drive her home. Would she drive reluctantly me home?
2: now? Drive me home. It's not. We, I'm I, not podcasting. Less than a minute. I'm less not than a minute. I don't in your even car need a minute. 30 anymore. seconds. I just need we're 30 seconds. Doing, we're not doing the podcast anymore. I don't want to be here.
1: Oh, I was just about to get to the ad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm in the car. It's, it's me and Mason. <laughs> Word podcasting in the car.
0: Yes. When they reach the girl's house, the boy gets out to walk to her doorstep when he hears the girl screaming hysterically while pointing at her door.
2: Ew.
0: That's your hysterical scream?
2: Ee. Ah. What, what is it? Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> the boy comes around the car to see what she's pointing at. There on the side of the car is a bloody hook so realize so the, the, there on the side of the car is a bloody hook realization mm-hmm. dawns on the couple that they had stayed at the lo- that if they had stayed at the lovers lane any longer they would have become victims of the hook
1: yeah this well, uh, this always cracks me up because um i just like what like he had his hook in the door and yeah, and right then they when drove they drove off and, and he was like, like fuck my ah! hook. <laughs> you know what i mean i don't yeah. get that
0: Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, this legend may just have its origins in a town on the Texas Arkansas border, known as Texarkana, and the murders oh, that I'm rocked sorry. the area.
1: Absolutely not. It's Texarkana. And there's beer in Texarkana. Or wait, no. The folks are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana, and they're going to bring it back no matter what it takes because they're eastbound and down, Jose. They're loading it up and trucking. What are you doing? What they're going to do what they say can't be done. they got a long way to go and a short time to get there. They're eastbound. Just watch old Bandit run.
0: What is this? I could do that whole
1: song. You've never seen Smokey and the Bandit? No. Burt Reynolds' masterpiece with um some country singer. I, it's not Jerry Lewis, but I always want to say it's Jerry Lewis. It's a it's a movie where they're he's a trucker yeah no I'm familiar with uh, it yeah he's and then and then he's the bandit and he drives a Corvette and he like destroys distractions they're smuggling booze from Texarkana to Atlanta okay so it's Texarkana Texarkana. okay sorry God bring it back no
0: matter (sighs) what it takes a town known as Texarkana and the murders that rocked the area known as the Moonlight Murders. It all began in 1946, when the town of Texarkana would earn the infamous nickname given to it by the 1976 film of the same name, The Town That Dreaded Sundown.
1: Honestly, that's a good name. Such a good name. such a good name. You fucking
0: killed it with that title. Holy shit. The first attack took place on February 22, 1946. The killer, who was later dubbed the Phantom Killer or the Phantom Slayer, approached the car of Jimmy Hollis, who was parked on a secluded country road, with Mary Jean Larry. He blinded them with his flashlight... Oh, flash- Mary Jean Larry! <laughs> you make
2: me feel like I'm a real man!
0: He blinded them with his flashlight before drawing a gun on them. He ordered them out of the vehicle and ordered Jimmy to remove his pants.
1: is this, this a game Mason's playing of did he just make fun of people who actually got murdered? Yes.
0: After this, no, they both lived. After this, he proceeded to savagely beat Jimmy, fracturing his skull. The Phantom then told Mary to run before chasing her and sexually assaulting her with his firearm before letting her go. Both Jimmy and Mary would survive and go on to describe the killer to the authorities. They described him as wearing a white mask or sack with holes cut out for eyes. The chilling description that would inspire the killer. In the 1976 film. I have to say this. I, I really dig that look. I, I, I'm sorry. I know he killed people, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: there's something menacing about the simplicity of just a sack with holes in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah oh, it's, no. <laughs> it's, what? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, obviously, yeah. it's probably not a clan. Well, no,
0: yeah. But I know, I think that's how they got. Have you ever seen Django Unchained? That's how they got their start.
1: I, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, but this guy no, was—is yes. uh, he? Be- oh, let's play another. Let's play another round of Mason's terrible hypotheticals. Is it better to be a clan member or a, a murderer? Murderer. Really? I was gonna say. Yeah, because if you're oh, murdering. It, oh yeah, no, I agree. It's better to be a murderer. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't yes. know actually. Because I at
0: mean- least you're killing everybody. You know what I mean? You don't discriminate. Uh, I'm in terms gonna of let murder. our
1: fans decide.
0: But yeah, it's a, uh, and he's got like the, he's got like the um. It kind of reminds me of Hood of Justice, yeah. From from yeah, Watchmen. Yeah. but he's got like a little bit of like string tied around to tie it or whatever. I don't know. I dig mm-hmm. the look. Yeah, I think that cool. that is kind of horrifying because it's like, yeah. look at this fucking bum. He can't even make a good costume like the Zodiac. He just threw a fucking sack over his head. Oh, now I'm. Did dead. the
1: Zodiac have a good costume?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a good costume, but he had like the executioner's kind of big, boxy hood That's thing. Still, just
1: a bag on his head. Yeah, right. It's just a different kind of bag, honestly.
2: When
0: are when are real life murderers gonna start dressing up like killers in in I mean, slasher it'd
2: movies? Mo- it'd be a little more fun. Yeah. Have some fun. I get with stabbed
0: it. by a guy who is ghostface? Come on.
2: Well don't
1: rip that yeah, don't rip that off. No, no, but Make I mean your if your that wasn't mask. a thing.
0: Well,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd be Excuse like, Oh, his face, and then I'm dead, you know?
1: Ah, oh no, yeah.
2: Oh no.
0: The killer would strike again, this time finishing the job.
1: (laughs) Jokes and jokes, and then he murdered again.
0: (laughs) In March, Richard Griffin and Ann Moore were found dead in their parked car at the end of yet another secluded road. Griffin and Moore were both shot fatally through the back of the head. Only a few weeks later, the Phantom would claim another pair of victims. Paul Martin and Betty Jo Booker. Booker would be his youngest victim, only 15 years old, when she was found two miles away from the body of Martin. In the first week of May, the killer would attack what would be his final official victims, Virgil and Katie Starks. Virgil was shot two times in the back of the head and died almost instantly. Katie, despite being shot twice in the face, survived and even managed to run to a neighbor's house for help. The killer's targeting of couples and lack of other identifiable motives, such as burglary or or revenge, led many in the area to believe that the killer was some sort of sex maniac. Nearly 400 people. I mean, they were
1: probably right. They just didn't know what serial killers were yet. So they were just like, they called it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was, yeah.
0: Nearly 400 people were arrested in connection with the killings. Sucks,
2: sucks. (laughs) Sucks Nice, sex maniac.
1: That's my new, uh, my new uh, porno version of the unusual suspects. <laughs> the unusual suspects. <laughs> huh? Yeah,
0: that's very good. Mm-hmm. Suspects included a University of Arkansas freshman who committed suicide in 1948, an escaped German prisoner of war, an L.A. resident who believed that he may have committed the crimes while in a coma. So, All right, well, it definitely dude, wasn't him. This dude just knocked on himself. He was like, oh. I think I did
2: it. Oh, man. I think I was in a coma and maybe killed a bunch of people. Like,
1: no, it yeah, I wasn't don't think you. did. You. Get the fuck out of here. No,
2: I think it was me. No, no. fuck. Get out, dude. God. Oh, man. Have you tried pot yet? <laughs> Oh, it's It's just so fake. He goes to turn
1: himself in. He's like Bill Hader from um, Pineapple Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
2: like, oh, I don't know,
1: man. I think I may kill those (laughs) people. Like, no, you didn't. You've been here. God, fuck.
2: Oh man. What if I kill again?
0: (laughs) You fucking won't get out. Oh man. (laughs) Although many believe the killer was U.L. Swiney. He was never officially tied to the case, and thus the identity of the phantom killer remains a mystery. But his legacy continues to haunt the backroads of Texas and Arkansas. But does can he I haunt you, Mason?
1: Well, first, can I? What was? Why did they think it was this U.L. Sweeney guy?
0: Um,
1: you, I, it's okay if you don't. Yes, know, I know.
0: Just... I do remember. Sorry, it's been a while since I read this one. Um, because, so he was tried for. He was like constantly in and out of jail. And, um, he was tried, he was convicted for a while on like grand, like cases of like grand theft auto and, and all this stuff. And then his wife basically all but admitted that it was him where she was like, she gave a bunch of details where everybody was like, Hmm, is it, was your husband yeah, the I'm killer? Sure. And and so like the, from there, the, the theory circulated, but there wasn't enough evidence to ever like officially tie sure. him to it. Um, gotcha. but yeah, but like a, and then I also think it. he owned a beat up car that was similar to one spotted by gotcha. the police. So this is this whole case. And, 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 it goes back to the same argument we made with Veliska of small towns aren't prepared for shit like this. And yeah. so the, these cops, there was one, one of the nights of the murder, they were driving down this road because they had to get, what was it? What was it that they had to do? It was some paperwork shit that they were delivering to the station before the station closed.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
0: they were like hurrying. And they passed this car, this beat up car on the side of the road, a couple miles from where one of the victims were killed that was believed to have been the car of the killer. Mm-hmm. And the cops were like, if we hadn't been in a hurry, we would have stopped to investigate. We probably could have caught this guy before he struck. And oh, then they shit. just drove past it, though. they were like, whatever. And then when, when it happened, they were like, oh, fuck that. We probably yeah. fucked that up.
1: I'm just saying, like, if there's a serial killer, I guess again they didn't know what yeah. serial killers were. But if there's a guy who's committing multiple murders, he forget should about the paperwork. probably just be like, I, I think we got time, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Well, I mean, what are they gonna do? Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Does he haunt you, Mason? Do you yeah, think the legend of the moonlight spooky. murders? I mean,
1: is spooky Any, or any uncaught real life serial killer mm. is super scary. And it I mean, the Zodiac the is.
0: The Hook Legend is, bleh, but you know, mm-hmm. it's fun. No, I mean, it's one, that's only it's one it's that so cliche. It's one that when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta watch out for the Hook." You know, <laughs> when I was yeah. like, "The Hook is gonna play a bigger part of my life than I realize."
1: No, I think it's really, I think it's really spooky because he, yeah, he's spooky. It's spooky. You know, I mean, the East Area Rapist, uh, fucking uh, Zodiac, and this guy. I mean, thankfully they caught that fuck, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 rapist, but. Um, you know, it's they're spook. scary when they don't get yeah. caught because it's just like Jesus Christ, man. He's just an old man now, fucking doing shit, uh, hanging out with his grandchildren. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's
0: yeah, that's like the uh, golden golden shit. state killer guy. Where
1: yeah, that's the Easter is, right? is that the Easter? they the same. Yeah. yeah, he had a bunch of things. A fucking piece of shit. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's horrible. Or um, who did they catch recently? That was also an old man. Yeah, was it Samuel Little? Yeah, 93 murders. Yep, it was this old dude. He just died last year. He
1: actually replaced Gary Gary Ridgway as the most prolific American serial killer. Yeah, he was was, was known as
0: the Choke and Stroke Killer.
1: I don't like that very much. I don't like that. Don't like that at all. Anyway.
0: (laughs) But yeah, spooky for sure, right? And one already, Texarkana.
2: You motherfuckers.
0: It's, sorry, Texarkana, already a fucking cool town name, right? Texarkana. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then The Town, The Dreaded Sundown. I gotta watch this movie. I've never seen it, but... Yeah, I haven't either. They made a remake recently. They did. Um, But I want to watch the original.
1: I'd like to watch them both, honestly.
0: Um, But, God, what a fucking name. The Town, The Dreaded Sundown. Yeah. Apparently, The Town, though... Uh, they're cool with it now. They they have a they have like an annual viewing where it's like a they festival. To, it.
1: Yeah, that's actually it would, it would be yeah. really cool to go to that. But I
0: must suck for the families.
2: Well, but I bet yeah, you know.
1: know. I, I mean, know. this was this started in the '40s, didn't it? Yeah, so this was in the '40s. Yeah. Not that that makes it uh, more okay. No, it's no, just but it's an yeah. even older one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. I'm guessing the families probably aren't even around there anymore. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> also, I hope it makes it. You know. I don't know. Do you think you do you think a serial killer would like that? That people are like awesome, fun movie, or do you think he would be like those sons of bitches should fear me, They're below me, you know? Cause you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: I, it's it's. If they made a Fuck movie about guy. me,
0: I would. I mean, wait. That
1: sounds like you're a serial killer, Jose.
0: <laughs> well, back on the hog and into the swamps, Mason, as we head south. I
1: just I just painted these tires. In uh, well. This is not going to be good for it.
0: No. Put on, put the, did you bring the all-terrain tires?
1: You know I didn't. Fuck! Uh, You, I normally put them in the sidecar. That's where (sighs) you're sitting. Where else would I put them? It's a fucking motorcycle.
0: Well, we're heading south into the Bayou State of Louisiana. So, get over it. Picture this. You're a bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Picture this. You are visiting the state of Louisiana with your podcast co-host. Before you head into New Orleans, you decide to spend the night in the Mm -hmm. swamps. How could you not? You make camp in a relatively dry spot surrounded by old moss-covered trees that have been there much longer than any man. The alcohol starts flowing, and pretty soon, you've got to drain the kraken. You excuse yourself from the fire and head into the woods to take a leak. As you find a good tree and begin to water it, you hear a strange howl coming from the distance. You quickly stop and listen.
1: Mason? I'm the one taking a pee, remember? (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) It's strange. You know what a coyote sounds like and what a wolf sounds sounds like. But this howl sounds like neither. It sounds more human. I know this human. mystery.
1: This is the mystery of the coof. <laughs> yes, the notorious the coyote, coyote wolf. wolf Damn it, Mason! <laughs> I should have said wyote. Yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds like a mean? strain of peyote. Wyote. Like white man peyote. Wyote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we could make a killing if we just started wyote. Yeah. What are we you know what doing,
0: I mean? man? I'm gonna write that down.
1: Wyote. <laughs> okay.
0: It doesn't sound like either one of those. It sounds more human with a dash of monster. Then you see it. Out in the distance, perched on a rock, is a large wolf-like beast. Or so you think. And then it stands up on two hind legs, and because you're a very talented urban legend researcher, at this point, you know exactly what it is. You are staring not at a werewolf, but a Rougarou. And you're shit out of luck. Um... Well, in this case it was more me, but you oh, would be fine. Yeah. Because if it's me, you're a Catholic who hasn't been keeping up with Lent. If it's you, I think you're fine. If that sounds strange, Mason, it's because it, does it fucking is. sounds Very strange. The colorful yet frightening legend of the Rougarou is one that has been around Louisiana for a long time. Uh-huh. The legend has its origins in French folklore, where a similar beast exists known as the Loop Guru. <laughs> The loop guru mm-hmm. is a French word for werewolf, and in medieval France, loop gurus were blamed for pretty much everything that happened. A child went missing, boom, loop guru. Your house got broken into? Boom. Loop guru. Your wife left you because you came home drunk yet again. Boom, loop guru. So when the French came to the new okay, world... I
1: mean honestly, we gotta work on your songwriting, but it's <laughs> other than that, it's
0: Boom Loop Guru. It's like,
1: a, like the worst Beastie Boys song in the world. Like, your house got broken into Boom Loop Guru. Your wife left you because you're drinking Loop Guru. It's like, ah, that sounds actually pretty good. I don't know who you're talking not, this about. This one's not making the album, guys. I'm going to be honest.
0: So, when the French came to the New World, they brought this legend with them, but some twists were added. The Rougarou is described as having the head of a wolf or dog. And elongated and gnarled body of a man, unlike most depictions of werewolves, it is not entirely covered in hair. It stalks the swamps of Louisiana on the prowl for Catholics who have not been maintaining Lent or children who misbehave and ignore their parents.
2: Uh-huh. So it looks okay. kind of
0: like, kind of like the werewolf from uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: Yeah, yeah. but like so, but I a little could just, more. Yeah, I would, yeah. So I, I could just have a beer with the Ruger. I think so, right? I mean, I could just be—he yeah. would be like, just like, like mauling you to death, and I would just yeah. be like, "Hey, hey!" And he's just like, wanna, "Hey, you want a, you want a beer?"
0: Is that like a local craft? What do you got?
1: Yeah, actually, it's—we just picked it up outside. of... Oh man. hell yeah! More oh wait, men. is that—is that, is that Rugaroo? Yeah, it's actually oh, it's the Rugaroo brew, dude. Oh, what the fuck? How crazy is that? There
0: is a Rugaroo brew. We'll get to it. Um, awesome. Uh, so. You yourself can become a Rougarou if you go seven consecutive years without observing Lent. Uh, I only need four more.
1: Uh, I want to I want to convert to Catholicism just to become a Rougarou. That sounds like, oh, here, did you want out of your shitty life of being an adult who pays bills? How about you be a fucking man-eating werewolf for the rest of your life? Yeah, all right. Yes, please. <laughs>
0: You can also become a ruguru by means of a curse. If someone cursed you, you would become a ruguru and could only be saved if someone else cut you and drew blood.
1: But oh, it's and drew like blood. a so these are like jinx rules.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, but the curse would then transfer onto that person. So if I was a ruguru oh. and you cut me and drew blood, then you would become a ruguru and I'm safe.
1: If you're a Rougarou, I'll save you at a moment. Just let me know. I'll be right there, cut <laughs> you, and I'll roam the, the deserts In four and, years,
0: I will cliffs. be one.
1: So. I'll, I'll roam the deserts and cliffs of, of Utah, snacking with fucking yeah. uh, other motherfuckers. That sounds yeah. amazing.
0: But don't be dismayed. You can indeed protect yourself from the Ruguru. All you need is 13 pennies. If you place 13 pennies on your doorstep or windowsill, it'll keep you safe from a Ruguru home invasion. As the uh-huh. pennies will draw his attention, and he will set out to try and count them, but since Rugerus can only Stump. count up to twelve, it will Shut leave him frustrated up. and stumped as to the number of objects, causing him to abandon <laughs> his pursuit for fear of being caught at sunrise. So Mason, uh-huh. so, Mason what do you think? Spooky fucking, or no? It's kooky. <laughs> you see what I did there? It was like a
1: howl. It reminded me of the cookie crisp. Remember that wolf that was like,
2: cookie crisp.
1: Uh Um, It was fucking, uh, yeah, okay, but also if I'm just not Catholic, I don't have to worry about it. I
0: don't know. It's strange. I didn't, I tried to look for some answers to that, but it seems like you don't. Well, no, no, it did say that it was looking for children who misbehave. So it's just children and grown-up Catholics that have to worry about it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's so weird. I mean, I get it cuz isn't New Orleans is a, is a, is a heavy Catholic. Area, well, yeah, cuz cause, right? cause,
0: so Louisiana was French and then it was given to the right. Spa- Spanish and the Spanish developed a lot of Louisiana, like New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um and then it was given back to the French and then the French came in and so it's a mixture of Spanish and French.
1: With the yeah, with but, the
0: Americans and, and and Creole and and Haitians yeah. and stuff like that. Um so but yeah, and also France was heavily Catholic as well. Mm-hmm. It's so. just,
1: I mean, it's a fun. It's like werewolves are cool, but it's, it it's fucking weird that sends me that it, it has to count thirteen count, pennies. That it can only count can't. twelve pennies. So technically, you could put out. You don't have to. It doesn't even have to be thirteen pennies. You could put no. out a handful of pe- just as long as you grab more than twelve. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Yeah, and that just that crazy that especially that it not only it's not like it just like it's mad. It's like it tries a few times one, two, three, to three, count. One
2: two three four five six one, nine, seven, 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 seven eight nine ten eleven twelve.
1: Ah, uh, fuck. 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, eight, 9, 12. Mm, fuck. 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, eight,
0: 9, 10, 11, 12. D- damn it. 1, 2, 3, 5, six, seven.
1: <laughs> Yes, that's... It it's spreading them out. The it's putting up. them in yes. groups. It's like... It's trying one, two, three, so four, hard because it knows. It's, it's smart enough to know that there is a number that comes after <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 12, but it can't figure it out. So it's just, just like, fuck, I give up. 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, eight, 9, 12. The
0: 12 part 2? Thir- no, that's not right. Uh, that's not right.
1: 30? Third, no, no, fuck, third, third, third. Thir. Thir. I know it's a, it's thir. all, I know it's a third thir. thir
0: twelve, no, that's not thir. it. That's not one.
1: Un, it's French. Un, deux, twelve. Mm, ah, mm. fuck, mm. fuck. I gotta go home. <laughs> the sun's coming up. You win Next this time. time. Next time, I'm counting to fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I th- you ever think it <laughs> wakes up in the middle of the day? is like 13. Oh, yeah. Gonna, and then I, I think like it like, doesn't have a pen. Yeah, it's like, so it's I'm like, going to oh, remember I'm going to yeah. remember this time. And then he gets there. He's like, shit. Yep.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's kooky too. It's funny, but it's kooky for sure. Um, there is apparently a rum company called Ruguru Rum, and they Ooh. have a praline infused rum called 13 Pennies which sounds that very sounds good amazing. and I would that love to try it. So if that we're ever time. down in Louisiana, we got to pick up some of that rum. Um, yes,
1: I fully agree.
0: Yeah. Now, our next legend Mason honestly rocks me, and I believe that there's enough here to do a full episode on this particular legend, so we won't be diving too much into this one. This okay. is the legend ...of the vampire Comte de Saint-Germain. Our legend takes place... Comte is French for count. Our legend takes place in New Orleans... ...with a mysterious figure known as Jacques Saint-Germain. According to legend, in the early 1900s... ...this enigmatic immigrant arrived in the city of New Orleans... ...handsome, classy, and very wealthy... ...with mysterious and undetermined origins... He quickly ah. rose to the top of New Orleans high society social circles sure. as his reputation preceded him. Mm-hmm. He was said to have been taking residence in a home on ten thirty nine Royal Street. He yes. was a ladies man, seldom oh. seen without a woman wrapped around his arm, and frequently through lavish parties that were the talk of the town.
1: I know this story. But it's at Bruce night, Wayne he dressed up like a bat and fought <laughs> crime. Yes, yeah. I get it.
0: But more famous and sought out were not his parties, but his conversations. He would charm and captivate guests with elaborate tales of adventures in Egypt, France, Italy, and many more places. Guests were a bit confused when he talked of events taking place hundreds of years prior with such extreme detail that it almost seemed as if he had been there.
1: Yes, have you ever seen the pyramids at night? Or oh, the Eiffel Tower at night.
2: Wow. Have you ever like seen you've...
1: <laughs> the 16th Chapel at night? At night, a hey, squidward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm mopping the r- the ceiling at night. <laughs> at
1: night. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yes, yes. like, yes, hey, Jacques, like mad, Why are all your stories at night?
0: No reason. Anyway, we're going golfing tomorrow. Do you want to come? Uh, well, want I would to love to been night come, but golfing?
2: I, <laughs> mm, are we doing night golfing? Perhaps. Huh? It's much better. It's much better oh, than just, regular golfing. That
0: sounds like it would be a pain because you wouldn't be able to see the ball. Glow in the dark balls. I have a bench. Don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> not long after he had arrived, Jacques claimed to be a direct descendant. Of the equally mysterious Comte de Saint Germain, an actual documented historical figure who had been a trusted friend of King Louis the Fifteenth of France. This claim aroused skepticism, but it was undeniable that he bore a very striking resemblance to the Comte. Rumors Also the
1: whole last name thing. Yeah. (laughs) Because I have Saint Germain probably isn't a super normal Mm -hmm, name, right?
0: Rumor started to spread in jest that perhaps Jacques was the Comte, rendered immortal through some strange circumstance. Although his parties always had the best food, the Count never seemed to partake of the meals at his gatherings, instead always clutching a chalice of what everyone presumed was wine. Things took at Jacques, uh, I referred to him as a Count there, but it's, it's we're talking about Jacques still. Mm-hmm. Things took a turn, however, when police were called to investigate the circumstances that led to a woman falling from a balcony in St. Germain's home. But as police questioned the woman, she revealed she had jumped from the balcony herself in an attempt to get away from St. Germain. It appears the woman and St. Germain had been talking all night, and he invited her up to his bedroom for a view of the city from the balcony, or perhaps to bump uglies. you they fuck s-
2: a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> I would. Yeah. I would, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> again, I would do it again. Yeah.
1: Just a vamp, Like, that's all that... That's all you're... Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. The- <laughs> yeah, vampires can be ugly, you know.
0: Mm, don't think so. I think you, you I become think- handsome when you become... Or or, or you just I become mean, good-looking. I get,
1: I get what you're saying because, yeah, technically there's never really been portrayed an ugly vampire, yeah. but...
0: Even Nosferatu, he's kind of handsome.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, ugh, I got a thing for ghouls. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm not Peter from Peter
0: from what we do in the shadows. You tell me
1: I'm not saying that like I'm not saying that they're conventionally attractive. I'm just saying that personally uh, there's a there's a thing about being gaunt and scary that I'm like, I I (laughs) get it.
0: They had stepped out onto the balcony and that was when St. Germain assaulted the woman, biting her neck and drawing blood. The woman was only able to escape when someone knocked loudly on his door and drew his attention away, which is when she made the leap and began to scream hysterically. The woman was taken to the hospital, and the police, who suspected the woman of being nothing but a delusional member of the opposite sex, because, you know, it's the early 1900s, they told St. Germain to come into the police station the next morning, if he could, to go over the events of the night. However, the next morning, St. Germain did not appear at the police station. In fact, to everyone's surprise, St. Germain had seemingly left town and vanished. Now, according to the legend, when the police went to St. Germain's home and broke in, they found a series of opened but corked bottles of what appeared to be wine, but upon further inspection, was discovered to be human blood. Jacques St. Germain was never seen again. He had disappeared as quickly as he had appeared. What do you think, Mason? Spooky or kooky?
1: Well, okay, I'm going to cheat and think a little bit here. And this is a little bit probably of a, a, a meta a meta move here. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it was pretty kooky based on the story. But since the way you introduced it makes me think that there's probably a lot more to this that's probably a little scarier. Because mm-hmm. that was just kind of like, sure, you know yes. what I mean? Yes, yes. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, and my... my, my judgment of it is biased because i did do all the research so i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say spooky but yes i can see why just the legend is kind of kooky
1: just what i've heard here because i mean it's like nothing really ever Mm -hmm. i mean it's such a very cliche vampire story Mm -hmm. um there's nothing really like okay so a lady you know even if the lady falling from the balcony is true the rest could just be made up Mm -hmm. he could have just disappeared because i mean like that was the that's a, a thing whole thing rich with did. all of these stories is anybody in this time, you mm-hmm. move one town away and you weren't just, a, you could just be like, my name's Ted. And they're like, yeah, all right, that's Ted. Yeah. Cool. Hey, that's Ted. Ted the the rich French. You come over <laughs> for dinner? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Aristocrat. Like, yeah. You could do, so you could do whatever, but did, hello, saw, my
0: name is, uh, how you say Ted?
1: Not to, so I don't have to, I, we don't have to spoil anything either, but did he, what did he go outside in the day?
0: Um, no, I don't know. I didn't read anything about that.
1: Gotcha. They didn't but have any. Okay. I I, 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 will.
0: So you, you think it's spooky then or kooky?
1: It's, it's, it's okay. Whatever. on the whatever. story, I'm going to yeah. go with kooky okay. for now. But uh, yeah.
0: I will clarify. And I, again, I'm not going to go super into it because I do want to do an episode about this down the road. But I, I would like to tease a little to get people interested. It gets a lot crazier when right. you realize that Jacques might have been a real person as well because very important historical figures of the time uh, reported knowing him, being friends mm. with him before this was an urban legend, right? Gotcha and, was, uh, and a, everyone like, always talked about his his stories and and this personality that he had. and then the Count Saint Germain, the one who was friends with King Louis the fifteenth also a noted historical figure was an alchemist, had all these other strange even at his time he was always he was talking about stories from the past as well with extreme detail like he had been there. So when gotcha. you start reading into it, there's a lot of weird uh similarities between the Count of Saint Germain and Jacques Saint Germain. You do have to where bring you almost up, it's always
1: the stories are always interesting because you got to think about like, even if like, I mean like they didn't, they're not time travelers. No, they didn't know all this crazy right. shit was going to, they just happened to be in the right place at the right time, which is weird. Mm-hmm.
2: But,
1: and then, I mean, the, you know, it was like the 1600s and he's like, I hope it's really popping off in block. today yeah. I didn't, I yeah. couldn't think of a thing that happened. In the but 1600s. no, it's,
0: it's, it's very interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, you know, <clears throat> I think that the argument could be made that perhaps, uh, Count St. Germain and Jacques, maybe they weren't vampires. I know that the last bit mm-hmm. is, that's why I said according to legend, because the last bit, especially about the bottles, I believe that's all legend. The thing yeah. about the woman, I believe, is also all legend. But the stuff about him living in New Orleans, throwing parties, being known for his personality, for his stories, all that can 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 be backed up a bit by accounts of other people. But these two guys are hard as fuck to actually pin in history. We know they existed because of other people um, recording that, like because of other people's records of them, mm-hmm. but we don't have like actual birth certificates for them or whatever. But when you have King Louis the Fifteenth being like, yeah, yeah, Count Saint Germain, my 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 buddy, and then his uh, counselors being like, oh yeah, the the king's friend, Count Saint Germain. It's mm-hmm. like okay, so this was a guy. You know what Everyone's
1: I mean? Always talking about Count Saint Germain. You know. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then there was also another guy that's really interesting that I, I do just want to mention. And again, we're gonna do a full episode on this at some point. Uh there was a guy named Richard Chanfrey. He was a French uh like C level actor. He <clears throat> spent some time in jail and read a book on Count Saint Germain and then was like, Hey, that's me. I'm him. I'm the Count. And yeah. and he was he was like Jacques where he would be like, Listen no, but but he gets away with it because I'm like, it's the nineteen sixties. So you could you read history books. I don't think Richard Chanfrey was
1: well, really anything I mean, if, in this if case. it's but, hard to back him up, back up uh, Jermaine but now, here's why, here's why I wouldn't I think, it be even harder to find out about him in the 60s?
0: No, because, yes, yeah, I get what you're saying, but, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. But I know that Richard Chonfray is not Jacques or the Count because he mm-hmm. died inhaling car fumes in, like, the 70s or 80s. Well, they didn't have suicide. cars
1: up until then, so, like, but maybe he's that he's a, a vampire, weakness. Anyway, I think it's a
0: fun one, though. We'll have to come back for it at some point. I love it. Just 20 years after the Axemen of New Orleans had terrified and slaughtered his way through the city before claiming to have been not a man, but an incorporeal demon, it seems that Hell sent another minion to terrorize the state of Louisiana, this time just across the water from New Orleans. This is the legend of the Devil Man of Algiers. It began in September of 1938. A husband and wife were driving home from a night out on the town when in their path stood an unidentified man who asked them for a ride. But the wife made it known to her husband that she, quote, did not like his looks, and thus the stranger's request for a ride was denied.
1: Sorry, pal, my wife thinks you look stinky. (laughs) Good luck. Hey, come on, huh? Uh, Nope, mm-mm. Just give on a ride, hey! When, now that you start talking, and you honestly hey. listen, I know it's <coughs> nineteen thirty. Sir, could
2: oh, you
0: possibly oh. give me a lift?
1: Let me check. Oh, nah, she still says you're oh, stinky. Fucking hell. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I liked the Watto voice. I know you don't know what Watto is yet. It's a thing. You're you're gonna love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it seems this stranger would not take no for an answer. As the couple drove about ten miles down the road, they encountered the stranger again. Once again, they denied him. But now, becoming nervous, the couple threw their liquor out the car. Holy shit. This crap is strong.
1: He's just Yeah, no shit. He's just like, honey, I think we should get rid of the gin. And just pops <laughs> it over his shoulder. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? You were drinking and driving, you son he of a bitch? He's just like slamming, slamming straight vodka. Just being like, honestly, I'm getting a little worried. They're <laughs> Just tossing it out the fucking window. Hold this, stinky. There we go. Let's go. <laughs>
0: um once again um they continued to drive home and then once again the man appeared before them but this time he didn't ask for a ride but rather revealed his true nature to them i don't understand are
1: they stopping for him every time he's like popping
0: right in front of the the car basically yeah um leaving nothing to the imagination as he morphed into a demonic figure right before their eyes
2: did you see my dick it's a devil cock. <laughs> I left nothing to the imagination, huh? Oh, look, look what I'm doing with my hips. Uh, my, yeah, my cock's got oh. horns
0: on it. Look at that, uh, devil cock. The wife fainted, and the husband quickly oh. drove away. Oh, devil cock! She oh says. no! The husband's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, hey. Right. Uh, uh. Hey. Nice cock.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the hip thing again, eh? Huh? Uh. <laughs>
0: He's just like Yeah. He's doing a little helicopter with his dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, He's just hey,
2: gyrating hey.
0: it. <laughs> 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 the husband's like, Honey, get a load of this guy.
2: Look at this. Honestly.
0: Oh, she fainted. Oh, I should probably get home. All right, devil man, you have a good night. Um trying right. <laughs> the husband yeah. drove away trying to make it home before they were dragged to hell. It seems the devilish figure made one final appearance to terrorize the couple. This time, he rode a brown horse next to them. The car hey. managed... Hey, look at my horse's devil cock. Uh, ah, come uh, on. Uh. And the horse is like... <laughs> He's also doing a helicopter with his dick.
1: You ever seen, you ever seen a devil on a horse before? Huh?
0: Huh, by huh? golly, I never have.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, the, uh, the car managed to outflank the dark rider, leaving the satanic encounter in the rearview mirror. The devil man was described as having long black horns, eyes like those of a chicken, and bright pink ears resembling either sunflowers or stars. By eyes of a chicken, do they mean they just fucking hung at the sides like all droopy and fucking lost? I,
1: yeah, I don't know. But I'm just...
0: looking. I'm looking up a chicken right now to look at their eyes.
1: Uh, look how crazy I look, huh? Huh? <laughs> I got, I got, I got chicken eyes and I got flower <laughs> ears. Huh? Look at my ears. They're shaped like fucking sunflowers. Isn't that fucking nuts? That's fucking crazy. Look how fucking crazy I look right
0: now. Huh? I Okay, I think I get what they mean. Like It's like that like yellow or orangey thing around it. Oh, yeah, but they and don't have the, any white. The, the pure black. Yeah, I think that's what they yeah, mean. Probably. You could describe that differently. You could just say yeah. orange eyes.
1: Yeah, but look at my ears, though. I feel like you're getting caught up on the I yeah, ears. star ears. Star
0: or sunflower-shaped ears.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Weird as fuck, right? Do you think well, do you think that means they're flat on his head like a star? or Do you think they're like 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 uh, like chunked out?
0: I thought that they were the way I uh, um interpreted it was like flat against his head, but they're like mm-hmm. star-shaped.
1: Gotcha. Cuz cuz well, you I was know thinking maybe like our like a ears normal but... front side, but they're just like it's like our ears that stick out, but then there's just like it's like slotted mm. all the way down. I don't know. Yeah, that's what.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah Welcome
1: okay. to Talking Ears with Jose and, and Mason.
0: You almost forgot your name there, huh? I almost forgot my name for a second. He could vanish at will or morph into a baboon. Neat party trick. That's
2: he really would cool.
0: fly around the city insulting wandering women and wrecking unprepared homes and bars. This-
2: or. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your house isn't clean.
1: Fuck you. you Caught me stinky. You're stinky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this demonic figure would go on to name himself the Devil Man.
1: Not very creative. Who are you? Me. The devil Man.
0: I'm the Devil Man. <laughs> the couple would tell their neighbors, who would promptly go to the police with this report. It seems that the police took this rather seriously and soon began an extensive search for this strange character.
2: What
1: fucking uh, Andy Griffith fucking. Sheriff was running this goddamn town that was like, Oh, sh- oh geez, Sheriff, they're saying there's a devil man out there. I don't know. He's got a, he's got devil a Devil man, you and- say? Yeah.
0: Let's get this son of a bitch. Let's oh, man, ride, boys. Oh
1: Sheriff, I don't know about this one.
0: They would find him several times, but each time they were outplayed by his strange supernatural abilities. It was just his dick. He was whipping his dick. <laughs> uh,
2: um, uh, 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 come uh, on! Um. Shoot me! Uh, shoot ah, and they're shooting, and head. the bullets are—he's just uh, whipping it so fast that like so the bullets, creating like, creating a ding, ding, gravity, ding. yes. yes.
0: <laughs> when they fired their guns at him, the bullets would be returned by hairy hands. Now this stumped me. I want your opinion on this. Mm, Do you think uh-huh. that means that he himself would pick them up and hand them back to them with hairy hands, or were they like the Adams family, where it was disembodied hairy hands that would be like? And then come and drop it. Because I don't think he would get close to them. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Well, first off, I mean, you got to think, too, like, the bullets just, like, stopped in midair and then, like, fell on the ground.
0: Well, I think that's why I think that they might. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's. Well,
1: because I was thinking, what if he just, like, his arms just, like, he picked them up himself, but he, like, had stretchy
0: arms. Mr. Fantastic arms. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe.
1: I don't know. That's a weird one. I, I have no idea.
0: The reports became too much for the police force whose sergeant announced that anyone caught making claims about seeing the devil man would be arrested.
1: Okay, so he just went from like, we're gonna catch this devil man to being like Fuck you Stop, stop talking about the devil man. Yeah. I can catch him. Yeah, no more talking. <laughs> no the new rule in town is we don't talk about the devil man. <laughs> And we don't talk about how the sheriff couldn't catch the devil man. Because I can catch the devil man. Uh, <laughs> the devil man is attracted to you talking about the devil man. So no more talking about the devil man. And, and he, then he'll closes go the, away. he closes
0: the door and he's like, oh, fuck, goddamn devil man's killing me.
1: I can't do it. I don't know how to catch this guy. He's
2: a devil. I'd don't,
1: don't He puts know
0: a gun to, against his head and he pulls a trigger. But then he doesn't die. And then he feels like a tapping and a hairy hand gives the bullet to him. Oh,
2: ah,
1: no. Devil man! It's just a cock is pressed up against the window. <laughs> yeah. as it's like, as it like swings away.
0: The re- uh, so the final incident of the brief panic was perhaps the most baffling and disturbing given its implications. What was referred to as a devil baby with horns and all was born in one of the segregated African-American sections of New Orleans. Panicked whispers spread across the city that concluded that the devil man really had gotten to them now. But maybe not all. But maybe not, as all satanic activity in Algiers stopped abruptly as soon as it had begun.
1: I don't know. That second one sounds like white people making up just racist oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know sure, what I mean? Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, anyway, what do you think, Mason? Spooky or kooky?
1: It's actually kind of spooky. I don't know. It's fun. I like the idea. Well, you're just
0: you. So, another uh, uh, some of the other stories I read was like, <laughs> people would be at the bar, and he would uh-huh. just walk in, and oh. sit down for a drink or whatever. Uh-huh. Devil man, you know. Yeah, sure. Star ears, big ass horns, chicken eyes. You can't uh-huh. tell if he's looking at you or where he's looking. And yeah, he would yeah. just sit. And if they, if he didn't like it, he would be like, "Fuck this place!" and like fireball or something. You know what I mean? And and <laughs> oh, they would like start taunting amazing. people. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, like, imagine you're at the bar, you're, you're like, pretty drunk. I'd buy him a drink immediately. Yeah. But then he doesn't like your drink, and he's like, Fireball!
1: You know? Like, Do you think he likes Fireball, though? Yes. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, get it's got a, a little fire. devil on it, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, Fireball
0: he's have he's a little devil it. on it?
1: Yeah. He's going to be like, ah.
0: Hey, that's me, funny. actually. That's, <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Actually, that's my cousin. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, I,
1: I would, if I could get him to fly me around the town, like, he'd, like, hold me under my, <laughs> my arms and, like, fly me around. I, mean, I like, Game sh- over. I can show you the
2: world.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. An Aladdin movie, but it's you and the Devil Man.
2: In the skies, <laughs> you and I, flying over New Orleans.
0: <coughs> Sorry, I was
2: <almost> <laughs> Big ass dick. We're he's gonna... flying you with his dick. So
0: he's like holding you backwards because his dick is the propeller. So he's like.
2: Trashing buzz, getting drunk asking for rides.
1: We need to write the Devil Man musical. Yes, I think immediately. Yes, yes, yes. I think this is a golden opportunity for yes. us. Yes.
0: Um yeah, I think it's spooky too.
1: Suck my dick. The
2: sheriff sucks. Can't even <laughs> kill himself so properly. And I'm just like, oh devil man, <laughs> you're so charming.
0: Um, yeah, so spooky then, right? Yes. Okay. Now
2: also adorable.
0: Yes. Yeah. It is worth mentioning that an arrest was made in the Devil Man case of one Clark Carleton, an interesting character in his own right. Carleton claimed to have been sent to this latitude by a great spiritual monarch known as King Zulu, who was a great benefactor and advisor to Neptune, who comes mm-hmm. to only those who speak his language. He claimed he wasn't the devil, but actually a greater force than the biblical antagonist, George Horrell, who had given Carleton a room in his inn when he first arrived in the city, came to Carleton's defense and theorized that all that had happened was an incident was blown out of proportion and an urban legend sprung from it. So there was one night where Carleton was outside and he was being ber- <laughs> he was being berated by these children, and he told them, "Get away from here! I'll set the devil on you, or something like that." And then people, the children started going, "Devil man, devil man!" And so oh. it drew a crowd, and Actually, they were all like, "Devil man, devil cool man!" Nickname. And then he ran away. And so, according oh. to to George Horrell, he's like, "I think that's what started it all." But we could do a further in and further in depth uh, look at Carlton. but I'm not all convinced that I just, the strange I devil I man. That and him were one and the same. I think they're two I different do. instances.
1: I love the devil man, though. Yeah. I love, I, he's my favorite. Clark I think Carlton,
0: that- fucking interesting guy, because his story basically ended with, he got sent to jail, and then one day the, the, the mayor saw him on a chain gang, and was like, hey, you want to admit you're the devil man? And he was like, will you get me out of this? And he was like, say you're the devil man, I'll give you $100, I'll buy you a suit, and you get out of town. And then he was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> And eh, he did. Look, I'm doing the thing. Yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I love the devil man, but I'm not entirely sure it's not because of all the the lore we made up about the yeah, devil man. Yeah. Well, yeah. During this story. Right, yeah. But yeah. he may be my new favorite cryptid. Yeah.
0: He's an interesting one. Yeah.
1: I just well, like him because he seems super fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's just.
2: Well, maybe, he he's, maybe he's
0: sexist, though, because he's going around just. Calling women whores and stuff. <laughs> that's
2: a little weird that yeah. he's like, you're a fucking slut. <laughs> yeah,
0: and she's like, I'm just walking home from work.
2: <laughs> you Fuck you. Are you Minnie Mouse? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, gentleman, man, please.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not great, I guess. But, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly. He's like a, a man movie. of
0: his time, you know.
1: So, honestly, sounds like he's better than most men of his time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, Mason, it's time to wrap the show up. If you like the show, make sure to leave a five-star review, uh, which you can do in-app on Apple Podcasts, or you can go over to Audible or Podchaser to do that. We'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review. Plus, it really helps the show, and we'll read your review on the show. You can support the show by going to patreon.com captainslogcast and donate a dollar. Anything helps keep the lights on. Another thing you can do to help the show and yourself is go over to mm-hmm. Public and shop our merch. Yeah, that's right, we got merch. You can yeah. get anything from t-shirts to mugs with our logo on it. Remember, if you donate slash support our sponsors, it all goes towards improving the show, getting better recording equipment, etc. Mason, where can the find listeners find you?
1: You can actually find me on uh, Redbubble at tinymessiah, T-I-N-Y-M-E-S-S-I-A-H, um, I have, um, I have some of my artwork up for sale. Not a lot yet. I'm still in the early stages, but I've got some stuff up and you can go on there and buy some stuff. Mostly I make them for prints, but you want a shirt, you get a shirt. You want whatever, get whatever. Uh, it would be cool. It's yeah. great. It's kind of fun. That's tiny Messiah on red I
0: will link it in the show notes as well. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at j.vye underscore junior and the show on Twitter and Instagram at Captain's Log Pod. We recommend. Oh, you various... can
1: also you can also find me flying over New Orleans, screaming <laughs> at people in a devil voice. Uh, I can't stop doing that. No,
0: you can't. Uh, we recommend various different materials on our socials and post show updates and some occasionally ha <laughs> funny things. So go check it out. You can also subscribe on YouTube, where you can find me as Jose Valle Jr. Animal Productions, And of course, the show's official YouTube channel, Captain's Log. We are so close to having it updated. I'm so close. Uh, if you can't get enough of me, you can also listen to my other podcast with friend of the log, Max Benyon, called Max and Jose Have Something to Say. We had a very Captain's Log-esque episode recently where we talked about mythical cities. Um, that was a load of fun. Mason's been on an episode.
1: Yeah, um, um, if you uh, if you want more of me, you can, um, uh, my new series, uh, Cornfit Iowa Reviewing Restaurants in Iowa will be coming out here shortly, and you can listen to that and enjoy that.
0: So. Yes, make sure to tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoy it, and if you'd like to share your favorite urban legends that didn't make the cut, or perhaps if you had encounters with any of the legends we discussed, please do so by writing in to captainslogcast at gmail.com. You can also suggest episode topics guests you'd like to have back, etc., make sure to subscribe and download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, and any other podcast directory. Thanks to Carlos Rivera for composing the show's theme. And with that, everybody... Thank you, Carlos. That's for Carlos. Uh, With that, everybody, we have reached the end of our show. We'll see you soon for another special episode. I've been your captain, Jose Valle Jr., joined by...
1: First Officer and Official Devil Man Mason Trader.
0: And this has been Captain's Log. End of transmission.